From the PSIA ASI Studios in Lakewood, Colorado, I'm George Thomas. What a great guest today. I have been trying to horse collar this man onto the show for four years now. Pete Allison, finally. <laughs> I'm so glad we connected. Me too, George. And I'm sorry it's taken so long. Well, today we're going to be talking about exams and the learning connection. Um, how is the learning connection fitting into exams? And are we actually grading this now, Pete? Well, that's that's what's coming down the line. Um, each division are, are introducing um, changes at their own, spe own speed. Um, but the learning connection model is the kind of watermark that runs through the whole association. And people, I think most listeners will be familiar with that. The three triangles, technical, teaching and people, which are... Um, are the three kind of fundamental areas and what we've been working on for the last three years um, is articulating that in a consistent way in all of those three triangles the three fundamental areas and then um, translating that into learning outcomes and we're at a, at a very exciting stage just now i've spent some of today and yesterday working on the drafts of the new national standard documents which will be coming through the system and then be introduced in the next few years depending on the discipline. So this is something that has been really of interest to me. I, I thought it was brilliant when I heard it and uh, was actually fortunate enough to sit in on a couple of meetings where it was being talked about but it, how have we determined ways that you can actually put a score on our people skills well um let, let's kind of back up just a little bit what the process that we've gone through here is we had a we had task forces so we ha we've had a number of task forces from um different divisions and different disciplines who've been working on um, teaching people and then obviously technical within each of the um, technical areas. I'm going to speak mostly about teaching and people here because they are generic across all disciplines. And so um, good, good teaching is good teaching regardless of whether you are on skis or a snowboard or cross country or tele or adaptive it doesn't doesn't really matter the kind of the the fundamental components of that remain the same same with people skills and so those groups have um done an enormous amount of work to articulate what that looks like what good teaching looks like and what good people skills look like at level one level two and level three and then looked at the ways in which um, the kind of criteria that we might use for that. Now, this is a new, particularly the people skills and actually assessing that is a, is a new thing for most divisions. <clears throat> or let me put that a slightly different way. It's new to make that as explicit as we are now making it. I believe that it has always been subtly assessed if you like it's been kind of assessed between the lines um but it's not been made explicit what we're doing now is making that more explicit because we all know that if we don't have people skills if we don't have a connection with people if we don't have a good relationship with people 
it doesn't actually matter what we know and it doesn't matter how we teach. The people skills are essential. That's what opens the door to a learning relationship. And there's an age-old saying that I'm sure many people will have heard, which is that I now I need to think about making sure that I get this the right way around. Students don't care what you know until they know that you care. And in some ways, that captures what we've been focusing on in the People Skills Task Force, or what the People Skills Task Force have been working on, is trying to um, to really capture that, and then to be able to think about how that might be operationalized in each divisions. Now, I don't want to I don't want to get too specific here with an example or whatever, but I'm I'm thinking something you said a little bit earlier was uh you know people skills have actually been a part of the exams for a while we just haven't been um necessarily putting a score on them but if i came into an exam and i was giving a presentation to the group and i wasn't making eye contact and i was mumbling or hard to hear i'm sure that would not have been all that uh well received by the group or the examiner would that be correct Correct. And I think in the past that would have been put down under, um, that would probably have been under a larger umbrella of teaching skills. And what we're doing here is kind of separating um, those out to make it more explicit. Um, and obviously, you know, all of these, all of those three triangles in the learning connection model, I think of them as being on elastic. And what we're doing is we're pulling them out so that we can talk about them. But actually, we know that when we are working with people, whether that is a beginner lesson or a clinic at the highest level, all three of those triangles are working um, very closely together in an in a intertwined kind of way. And it's impossible when we watch somebody um, teaching a lesson to really separate those out into, into a lot of fine detail. Um, as um, I suppose, you know, when we talk about the people skills, there are a couple of things that are important to point out that have had a lot of conversation. And one is that we're not talking about assessing personality here. That's different. So we're not trying to um, to create a cookie-cutter kind of approach so that every instructor is the same. That's absolutely not the case. What we're trying to do is identify the, the people's skills and say, you can, you can um, demonstrate those in a whole host of different ways that allow your personality to come out as well. So your, um, your ability as a person, if you are, if you are a, a, an extrovert, that's absolutely fine. We're not trying to make you into an introvert. And in the same way, if you're an introvert, we're not trying to make you into an extrovert to create some kind of standardized um, snow sports instructor. It sounds so, like you're just trying to help us all become better teachers. Exactly. Better teachers and better with people. And those, those two things are crucial in terms of, we, we know that that's what makes all the difference in terms of good snow sports education. So, I don't know if it would be helpful to give an example here, George, of 
of some of the people skills or talk about the themes that the people skills fall under. Would that be useful? Oh, I think that would be great. And I like how you said we're not trying to change your personality. We're not trying to make you someone different. I mean, I'm a training manager at a small area in Colorado. And one of the first things I, I tell our people going for exams is you've got to be yourself. Don't act fake. Don't act like something you're not. Because people see through that straight away, right? It's inauthentic. Absolutely. And so people know it straight away. So there are, there are three kind of categories of people skills. And, um, and, and those three, I, I, I suspect these won't be a surprise to anybody. The first, the first theme is communication. The second is self-awareness and self-management. And the third is relationships with others. And so we, we know that those three, if you like, they're kind of the three legs of a stool that lead to a trusting relationship with a person. And that if those three are present and we have a trusting relationship, then we've got a great foundation for teaching to take place and for technical development to happen and for people to enjoy their snow sports experience, which we know has a whole host of knock-on effects like return business and all of those commercial benefits. So my, I suppose my focus and our interest in these, in the national standards and the task forces has been to say, if we, develop the learning connection model and do a really good job of that and articulate that, then the rest will kind of ripple out from that naturally in terms of impact on the sector, impact on the quality of lessons, um, impact on the quality of um, exams and assessments um, and all that go with it. And in the people skills, just to return to the people skills area, what we're doing, what one of the big steps forward um, that I see here is that we are developing a vocabulary that is shared not only amongst examiners within divisions, but also shared with between examiners across divisions and shared with membership across divisions, which allow us to actually talk about these things. And so it raises people's skills to a level of awareness and into a dialogue um, that says that says to everybody within the association and by extension people outside of the association that this is a value that we hold. People skills are valuable to us. And we know that those skills, of course, are also transferable. They're transferable from other areas into snow sports and they are transferable from snow sports into other areas as well. So if you develop, if you, if you are a 20-year-old ski instructor and you have developed good people skills, there is every reason to believe that those people skills will transfer into your experiences in other workplaces, for example, summer work, that kind of thing, or um, work beyond snow sports throughout your life. That's fantastic. I also am thinking now as you're talking about this, something you said right at the beginning of our chat about uh, how these are dis this is something that uh, really doesn't matter what discipline we're teaching. It's just good teaching and people skills that applies to 
alpine, snowboard, telemark, cross country. Uh, and what I'm thinking is this really can bring an even more unity to our ski and ride schools because we can do so much training together. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, it's in keeping with the, with, with the overall direction of the association and with the national team, which is the one team, regardless of discipline. Um, and, you know, there's, there's, there, I can see in the future that, there's no reason why if a division chose to, they could run a multidiscipline exam with regard to teaching and people skills, if that worked for them, was needed for them. And that might be interesting, for example, in divisions that struggle to get the numbers to run some exams at different times of year. Ah. I mean, I'm I'm kind of talking, you know, down the line in the future, and that is a divisional decision. It's not something that would ever be imposed um, by the national office, as I understand it. Um, but you know, I could see how that could could be of interest to some divisions. So, Pete, and wrapping up, um, how soon do you see this actually coming to fruition? Being being in operation well formally uh, it's going to take some time for the new national standards to be approved um, and once they are approved then there will be a period of transition for divisions to work through so none of that's going to happen overnight if you like um, it's going to take some time but um, but I think that we will see that transition happening well, we're already starting to see that happen in some divisions. And I, I think there's a very practical application for this um, in thinking about the new structure. And I think we can use that in, um, in snow sports school education and training, and we can use it in thinking about our own teaching uh, and our own work, um, and also in observing others and helping to develop each other. So I was doing some work with uh, my local ski hill um, and some of the staff there, and I said to them, if you think about your own, your own lessons and you think about the nine learning outcomes and the themes of those learning outcomes, <clears throat> if, you, if you use those as a kind of mental checklist or a reflective checklist to think about a lesson, it will improve your teaching and improve the quality of your work almost inevitably. So if, if I think about, if I taught a lesson this afternoon and I thought about the nine themes for the learning outcomes, I would be thinking, okay, communication, how was the communication in my lesson? Self-awareness and self-management, how was it? How, how self-aware was I? How did I manage myself? How about my relationships with others and thinking about other people's emotional needs? They would be the three people ones. In terms of teaching, I would be thinking, well, how did I do with my planning before the lesson, during the lesson, as an ongoing process? How did I do with my implementation of the lesson? And how did I do with my reflection on the lesson? And then in terms of the technical, I would be thinking about 
how is my own riding performance, whatever medium that is on, um, how is my technical understanding, my expression, my um, articulation of technical issues, um, and then um, how is my movement analysis is the third third one for the technical. Just having those nine, if you like, um, markers or heuristics um, will help us to improve our work as we go. And, and actually, I've been encouraging um, my local my local snow sports area to just have those nine themes on the wall. Or I even we were even joking about could we get a temporary tattoo that people could put on the back of their hand <laughs> as little reminders to say, okay, how am I doing in these nine areas? Um, and there's specific wording to that. We've got all of that kind of thing. But I think kind of high level, just thinking about those nine themes and areas um, will help us to do a better job all around. Well, Pete Allison, thanks very much for taking the time to chat with us. Look forward to having you and Dave Schuling on together in a couple of weeks to uh, get even more in detail about all this. Uh, Pete, thanks very much for joining us. It's a pleasure, George. Thank you. From the PSIA ASI Studios in Lakewood, Colorado, I'm George Thomas.